Trapcast Express. Trapcast Express. It's Monday, August 28th, 2017. For those who may have missed it, the Novus Ordo liturgical changes are irreversible. Pope Francis declared four days ago during an address to an Italian liturgical congress. Interestingly enough, Francis saw the need to underscore his declaration by invoking his supposed magisterial authority. Here is what he said verbatim, quote, We can affirm with certainty and with magisterial authority that the liturgical reform is irreversible, unquote. Now, of course, this is pretty funny, considering that the Novus Ordo liturgical revolution itself basically overturned well over a thousand years of the Roman liturgy, at least, and it didn't even pretend otherwise. No, we were supposedly returning to liturgical antiquity, and of course, that's a good thing, right? So much for the irreversibility of liturgical development, even from a Novus Ordo perspective. Actually, if anything is irreversible here, it's the true Roman liturgy the way it was before the modernists took a sledgehammer to it. In his 1947 encyclical Mediator Dei, Pope Pius XII declared, quote, Clearly, no sincere Catholic can refuse to accept the formulation of Christian doctrine more recently elaborated and proclaimed as dogmas by the Church under the inspiration and guidance of the Holy Spirit with abundant fruit for souls, because it pleases him to hark back to the old formulas. No more can any Catholic in his right senses repudiate existing legislation of the Church to revert to prescriptions based on the earliest sources of canon law. Just as obviously unwise and mistaken is the zeal of one who, in matters liturgical, would go back to the rites and usage of antiquity, discarding the new patterns introduced by disposition of divine providence to meet the changes of circumstances and situation." So, if Francis wants to talk about irreversible liturgy, we can. Make sure you don't miss our two blog posts on this topic, published on August 25th and 27th, respectively, at our blog at novusordowatch.org slash wire. Oh, by the way, just as I was preparing for this little podcast here, I noticed that Christopher Ferreira of The Remnant and the Fatima Center had just published his thoughts on France's irreversible comment. In addition to making some of the very arguments that in our blog post of August 25th we predicted he would make, which, granted, wasn't very difficult, he made the astonishing claim that in 1969, quote, the new Mass was merely introduced alongside the traditional Mass, which, as Benedict XVI affirmed in Samorum Pontificum, was never abrogated, abolished, by Paul VI and, in principle, was always permitted contrary to the false impression so carefully cultivated by the bureaucratic promoters of the pseudo-magisterium that has afflicted the Church since the Council, until Benedict XVI finally exposed the fraud in 2007." (laughs) Now, this is nothing but bovine manure, both on the part of Benedict XVI and of Chris Ferreira. The new Mass was never introduced, as an alternate rite of Mass alongside the traditional Roman Catholic Mass. It's simply ludicrous to claim that. 
The traditional Roman rite was never abolished by Paul VI? Whom is Benedict or Ferreira kidding? Why do you think that for decades you needed to have a special indult to celebrate it? Now let's look at what Paul VI actually said in his official promulgation of the Novus Ordo Mise on April 3, 1969. Quote, the Roman Missal promulgated in 1570 by our predecessor, St. Pius V, by decree of the Council of Trent, has been received by all as one of the numerous and admirable fruits which the Holy Council has spread throughout the entire Church of Christ. The formulas of the Roman Missal ought to be revised and enriched. The beginning of this renewal was the work of our predecessor, the same Pius XII, in the restoration of the Paschal Vigil and of the Holy Week Rite, which formed the first stage of updating the Roman Missal for the present-day mentality, unquote. That's from paragraphs 1 and 2 in the supposed Apostolic Constitution, Missale Romanum. So here Paul VI is indicating that what he is about to institute is not, at least so goes his claim, a new separate rite of mass, but rather an updating or revision of the Roman Missal of St. Pius V. There is no indication here that he is creating a new rite which is simply to be used alongside the old one, which would then allow one to claim that the old rite had never been repealed or replaced, which is what Benedict XVI and Chris Ferreira maintain today. Moreover, consider Ratzinger's contention about the traditional rite never having been abrogated in light of what Paul VI says concerning Pope Pius XII's reforms. Are we then to understand, according to Ferreira and Benedict XVI, that likewise Pius Twelfth also never abrogated the previous Holy Week rites? The idea is laughable. It is clear that when Pius Twelfth made the changes to the Holy Week rites, the rites in use before then were considered superseded. They were abrogated. Lastly, we can simply take a look at the words of the modernist Unholy See itself on the issue of whether or not the new Mass was obligatory and the old Mass forbidden. For example, on October 20th, 1969, the so-called Sacred Congregation of Divine Worship issued an instruction entitled Constitutione Apostolica, in which it legislated, quote, The individual conferences of bishops are to appoint a date on which use of the new order of Mass will become obligatory. That date is not to be later than November 28, 1971, unquote. Then, on June 14, 1971, the same congregation issued the notification Instruzione de Constitutione, in which it stated, quote, From the date on which the translated texts become obligatory for celebrations in the vernacular, only the revised form of the Mass and the Liturgy of the Hours will be allowed, even for those who continue to use Latin. Continued use, in whole or in part, of the Roman Missal in the 1962 typical edition is allowed with the consent of the ordinary, that's the local bishop, and only in celebrations without a congregation, for all those who, because of their advanced years or illness, find serious difficulties in using the new order of Mass in the Roman Missal, unquote. 
And finally, in his consistorial address of May 24, 1976, Paul VI himself said, quote, Use of the new order of mass is in no way left up to the choice of priests or people. The instruction of June 14, 1971, provided that celebration of Mass, according to the former rite, would be permitted by faculty from the ordinary only for aged or sick priests offering the sacrifice without a congregation. The new order of Mass was promulgated, get this, in place of the old, after careful deliberation and to carry out the directives of Vatican Council II. Unquote. That is what Paul VI and his modernist henchmen legislated and decreed. And when Chris Ferreira claims that the new mass was never obligatory and that it was instituted alongside the traditional Roman rite, he is simply misleading his readers. What I've just quoted all appeared in the Acts of the Apostolic See, the Acta Apostolice Sedis. And you can find English translations, the, one I, the ones I just quoted from, in the book Documents on the Liturgy, 1963 to 1979, published by the Liturgical Press in 1982. So, folks, it's time to stop reading this propaganda from Ferreira and company, because that's all it is, propaganda. Ferreira has the tail wagging the dog. He starts with a desired conclusion and then cobbles together the necessary premises that he thinks lead to this conclusion. The problem is that the only way he can get those premises together is by being selective and misleading in the presentation of the relevant data, and we've just seen that here. And you can see it at greater length in the 2015 revised edition of his book, The Great Facade, where he uses a number of phony arguments, including the anecdote on page 311 that Paul VI privately told Father Jean-Marie Charles Roux that he never forbade the traditional Mass and offered the new Mass only as an alternative. And uh, there you can see the baloney you get from spin doctor Ferreira. Official Vatican documents published in the Acts of the Apostolic See and a public address by the Pope himself that say that the new Mass is obligatory and has replaced the old must be ignored because they are not sufficiently authoritative. But when a simple priest publishes a story, not independently verified by anyone, by the way, that the Pope told him that he had never forbidden the old Mass, then that is binding on everybody's conscience and proves Mr. Ferreira's case. Folks, this is simply disgraceful. Okay, This is a very silly double standard. And you've got to always remember that what we're talking about here, this is very serious business. We're dealing with things that affect people's souls and therefore their eternal salvation. And so the last thing we need is some intellectual shyster, you know, uh, making phony arguments. Um, so I'm sorry, I really don't have patience for this garbage anymore. In other news, uh, I'm going to have to be quick here because otherwise this will no longer qualify as an express podcast, right? Um, in other news, Louis Verrecchio has some critical words for the post-Gruner Fatima Center. In uh, his post, meet the Cardinal Prince of the New Fatima Center at akacatholic.com, Verrecchio writes today, quote, 
In spite of any good intentions on the part of individual people, the Fatima Center has lost its way. Rather than remaining steadfast in the mission of defending the message of Fatima from compromise and corruption, the new Fatima Center has chosen to engage in spin, accentuating what may seem to be the positive or true while deliberately overlooking that which is clearly negative or false. Unquote. In particular, Barecchio cites two examples, the painting of former U.S. President Ronald Reagan as a disciple of Fatima and the uncritical praise being heaped upon Cardinal Raymond Burke, both of which, by the way, was recently done for the Fatima Center by Christopher Ferreira. Is a pattern emerging yet? And lastly, today at stumblingblock.org, Frank Walker of Canon 212 asks, what religion are these Francis bishops? Well, Mr. Walker, what do you think? Here, I'll give you a hint. They're the same religion as Francis. Okay? And I'd say we'll just leave it at that. Tradcast Express is a production of Novos Ordo Watch. Check us out at tradcast.org. And if you like what we're doing, please consider making a tax-deductible contribution at novosordowatch.org slash donate.